swarms of bugs, freezing waters, disgusting food, near-death experiences? If that interests you, then stick around to hear my bizarre and scary trip to Camp Glen Bernard. Hello, this is Noah Robertson from XYZ Productions, and I'm here to talk about my bizarre end-of-year school trip to Camp Glen Bernard. I had to wake up earlier than normal to get to school on time. Once I got to school, I stood in the front entrance of my class. Before we left, we chose who was staying in each cabin. I was staying in a cabin with my friends Preston, Ryan, Josh, Jack, Connor, and Mason. We finally got on the bus after waiting for half an hour. After about an hour of driving, we finally arrived at Camp Glen Bernard. The camp was deep in the woods near Sunset Ridge. As we got near the camp, I could see increasingly more tall pine trees. When we got off the bus, the bugs immediately started to bite us. My bag was excessively big and heavy, so we had to walk to the cafeteria, and the thin strain dug into my shoulder. I could not carry my bag without feeling the agonizing pain of the string digging into my shoulder. After an excruciating five-minute walk, we finally got to the cafeteria. At the cafeteria, the counselors told us about the rules and asked if anyone had any questions. Are there any raccoons here? Someone quietly asked. They assured us that there were no raccoons in the area. After they answered all the questions, they took us to our cabins and showed us where the bathrooms were. I was staying in cabin Alpha A. They gave us ten minutes to unpack our bags and change for the swim test. There were gravel pathways leading everywhere throughout the camp, including the lake. When I got down to the lake, I stuck my hand in the water to feel the temperature. As soon as my hand hit the water, I pulled it out immediately. The water was freezing. I knew the swim test was going to be bad considering the temperature of the water. The swim test we went four at a time. We all had to sit on the edge of the dock and then fall off to simulate falling out of a canoe. Then we had to swim to another dock and climb out there. The counselors told us not to touch the ground and to swim the whole way. When it was my turn to go, I started to feel nervous. I hate freezing water and try to avoid it if I can. I knew there was no getting out of the swim test. I sat on the edge of the dock anxiously waiting for the counselor to say we could go. Go! shouted the counselor. I immediately flipped off the dock and hit the freezing water. The water was so shallow I hit my shoulder on the cold mud when I fell in. I could feel the freezing water all over my body. I started to hyperventilate because of the freezing water. The water was so shallow that I couldn't swim. I had to run. I started to inhale the water, then cough it up. I tried to make it look like I was swimming, even though I was running through the water. When I got to the other dock, they told me I had to tread water. I could barely do it, considering the depth of the water. Once I got out of the water, I was still freezing for the next ten minutes. After we got back to our cabins, we split up into activity groups. I was in a group with my friends Nate and Preston, and four other people. Our group was called the Wolves. For our first activity, we did archery for half an hour. We had a competition to see who could hit most of the shots. I missed most of mine since I had never shot a bow and arrow before. Preston easily won, considering he had used a bow and arrow before. Nate placed second while I placed last. The bugs were biting us constantly during archery. You could see massive clouds of bugs swarming near us. After archery, we had to eat lunch in the cafeteria. For, l- for lunch, we ate this disgusting butter chicken with iced tea, which had a very bitter aftertaste. The chicken was slimy and wet. I only ate one of the pieces of chicken and had two glasses of iced tea. After we ate, we went back to our cabins and ate a whole bag of candy that Preston had brought. Our next activity was canoeing, but we didn't know that, so we didn't put on our bathing suits. At the beach, they gave us a demonstration of how to turn the canoe. I did my best to keep my shorts dry, but it was no use. Me, Nate, and Preston argued over who would have to sit in the middle of the canoe. I ended up sitting in the middle of the canoe despite all my arguing. After about ten minutes of the counselors teaching us how to properly paddle, we began to race each other. My knees started to ache since there was no seat in the middle. We lost the first time, but were determined to win the next time. Halfway through the second race, we started to fall behind. We decided to go as fast as we could. This was a big mistake. We started to slightly tip to the right. By the time we realized it, it was too late. We started to tip a lot and there was nothing we could do to stop it. 
We all fell in and got our clothes soaked. We had to swim back to shore while dragging the canoe behind us. For the next ten minutes, we sat on the beach and talked. When we had to go back to our cabins, we were still soaked and had no towels to dry off with. They forced us to wear our shoes back since there could be glass on the ground. Walk back, I could hear the water sloshing around in my shoe. My shoes were ruined. They were covered in sand and soaked. I could not wear them for a week. Fortunately, I had brought a spare pair of shoes. After that, we had three hours of free time. I stayed in my cabin most of the time and played a card game called Exploding Kittens with my friends. For dinner, we had chicken again with a side of rice. The chicken was sitting in a pool of strange orange sauce. I did not like the sauce and didn't want to eat chicken again, so I just ate rice. They gave us cookies for dessert. The cookies were not that good. They were just cheap chocolate chip cookies. When we stepped out of the cafeteria, the bugs swarmed us in colossal clouds. We all sprinted back to our cabin and slammed the door behind us to prevent the bugs from getting in. For the rest of the day, we just had more free time. I played Exploding Kittens again did not go outside, considering all the bugs. Every time someone wanted to come into our cabin, we had to barely open the door just enough for them to fit through and then slam the door behind them right when they went through. Even doing this, tons of bugs still got into our cabin. All the bugs were swarming around the light in the middle of the cabin. Every time we saw a bug, we would stop what we were doing and try and kill it. Within an hour, there were dead bodies of flies littering the floors of the cabin. To avoid stepping on all the bugs, we had to walk on the edge of our cabin. At nine, everyone was forced to go back to their cabins. Our cabin started to get hotter than it was outside. Within the next half hour, our cabin started to feel like a sauna. We finally decided to open the window, even though we knew more bugs would end up getting in. At 9.30, somebody knocked on our door. We opened the door and found out it was our friend Carter. He asked, Can I sleep in your cabin? Because someone sprayed lots of bug spray in my cabin. We let him sleep in our cabin. Since there were not enough beds in our cabin, Carter had to sleep on the floor. At the head, the counselors did a check to make sure our lights were out, so we had to go to sleep. We turned out the lights ten minutes before the counselors came. We talked for half an hour before we heard something outside. We could hear footsteps coming from outside the cabin. We were all starting to get a little creeped out. My heart was pounding in my chest. We turned our flashlights on to see what it was. Jack looked through the window and saw two raccoons carrying a garbage bag away. We were all relieved to find out that it was just raccoons. We all started to go to sleep after that. About half an hour later, Nate started to hyperventilate. I had no idea what was going on. Nate continued to hyperventilate until we asked him, Nate, what's wrong? Nate quietly whispered, I can't breathe. My heart was racing. We all froze for a second before we bolted out of the cabin to find counselors for help. We got some of the counselors to come back to our cabin to help. By the time we got back, Nate was starting to catch his breath. After Nate could breathe properly again, the counselors left. Because our cabin was so hot, they gave us a fan to use. With the fan, our cabin started to cool down a little bit. After talking for a long time, we finally went to sleep. During the night, I woke up and could not fall back to sleep. Even with the fan, I was still extremely hot. I was lying in bed for a couple of hours before I finally fell back asleep. At 4.30 in the morning, I heard Ryan say, Guys, get up. Guys, come on, wake up. I sat up and asked him, Ryan, why did you wake us up? Because I woke up, he answered. I was furious at Ryan. He woke us up at 4.30 because he was up. We were all exhausted, but it was too late to go back to sleep. I realized that I had a massive headache and felt horribly sick. We left our cabin to go outside and go on the seesaw. I had not gone since I felt horrible. I decided to ask one of the counselors if I could go home early, but I had to wait to ask them because it was so early in the morning. I lied in bed for the next three hours before I got up and asked one of the counselors if I could go home early. They said I could if my parents would come pick me up. They called my dad and he would come to pick me up. It would take an hour for my dad to come, so I went back to lying in bed. The counselors gave me a bowl in case I had to throw up. About an hour later, I threw up. My dad was going to be there soon, so I got up to wait. My friends packed my bag for me since I was sick. About ten minutes later, my dad arrived to pick me up. On the drive back, I realized that the overnight camps were not for me.
that's all for today. Hope you enjoyed that short story. If you enjoyed this story, then please subscribe to my podcast. Stay tuned for tomorrow's story about my nightmare trip to an amusement park.